Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Alessandro Maniscalco, co-contributor to the JLU Podcast with Sam Otten. And you can find us at JLU Podcast on Twitter. All right. And today we are talking about minute number 34 of Dawn of Justice. The minute's going to start out with uh, Mercy Graves escorting a large box uh, down a, a pretty pristine hallway. There's a couple of army guys around her. We're getting there. The minute's going to end with our uh, shirtless Cal L watching a, a TV interview of uh, the Kahina uh, Ziri. Ziri? Ziri. Ziri. Big Z. Big, big Z. <laughs> so, so Kahina Ziri, um, who we were introduced to in a previous week. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it, gentlemen. Um, we got some military guys with a box, and uh, that box has a, a word on it, and that word looks like it says head. Well, and so, what do you, what do you, what do you think's forget, in there? Let's not miss on the, the U.S. part of Emrid. Oh, yes. Oh, so they <laughs> added it on the box. There we go. So. Obviously, that's the... what I thought the word you were going to say was not <laughs> head, but U.S. Oh Emirate. no, 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 no! I didn't even. Nate, I totally. What a guy! Yeah, no, I don't. I don't follow through on. It even has the, the whole title underneath it. it. Says United States Army Medical Research Institute of Infectious Diseases. It says it right there. So obviously, that English scientist just has something completely against the United States sector of Amrid. Well, sure. I mean, look, you don't say. Department of Justice, you say DOJ, you know, you just, you I don't it. say that. It's <laughs> you don't say United <laughs> States Department of Justice, you know, so I, yeah. think, I think, you know, when you're referring to something, you just sort of, you know, you, you drop it, yeah. you shorten it. Yeah. Life's too short. You got to shorten things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, someone who's not short though is, uh, Okamoto over here, Mercy Graves. Um, Why'd you call her that? Because that's her last name. Oh. <laughs> I, this is obviously, I don't have the actress's name. This is obviously LexCore. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure this was this shot right here. This was our first introduction to this character being in the film. Oh, in yeah. One of the theatrical trailers. Yep. I think. Wait, which character? Mercy. No, she was in the scene before. No, in the in the in the trailers. Trailers when tra- the trailers came oh, out. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I think this was the the first time we saw this character, and I think people already knew that this was Mercy Graves, just mm-hmm. because it's uh, this kind of it seems kind of like a villainous scene going on. Um, if Lex Luthor is a bad guy, and you see a powerful woman like this, it must mean Mercy Graves. So you put two and two together, and then later on, it was confirmed that. Okamoto here was playing uh, Mercy Graves. Um, I think we all had notes for minute 31, right? That we seemed to skip. Yeah. Uh, Mercy <laughs> Graves' her. accident. We were too busy talking about uh, deterring aliens and whatnot. Yeah. But um, wh- what do you think the relationship is between her and Lex Luthor Jr.? She, he, from his point of view, she's just another pawn. She's madly in love with him. It's true. So, like, 
So, like, you know when you have, like, that side piece where... Do you want me to stop the recording first? Because <laughs> this is recorded, so... No, I'm just saying, you know, it, that's sort of the that dynamic I think they got where, you know, he's also got her eating out of his hand, you know, along mm-hmm. with Barrows. So I think, you know, she just sort of does his bidding happily... She's yeah. just happy to be around him, and you know he just sort of uses her, you know, to to do what he wants done. Absolutely. Yeah, but of course, is, as a uh, result, she's exposed to all his his uh, machinations. So uh, that's becomes a liability over time. Uh, you- I feel like she knows it. I feel like she knows. I feel like she's just like a. I don't know. I, I think she thinks she's I feel actually like we can't involved. Can't spoil anything, but yeah. I feel like she knew everything up until the very end. Oh yeah, she for knew sure. what her fate was. I don't know about all that. You Unless... think that she knew she was gonna get killed? Hold on, wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pump the brakes. Um, uh, we'll get there. I got a question about her. Do you prefer Mercy Graves as a? Okamoto or an android? She doesn't have to be an android. Just because the show has her as an android doesn't yeah, mean she has so to be So my one. question is, you prefer as an android or what? <laughs> Do I ever... You prefer an android or you prefer a real person? Uh, I think it's better that she's a real person. You think? What about it... both? Because it's like, obviously because she's going to die at some point and then you have to replace this her. This guy... This guy is just going, you know, without, without spoiling too much, once that scene actually happened in the theater, that was my immediate reaction. Like that was immediately what I thought about it. Like, oh yeah, reanimator. Like Nathan was like, okay, so when's the part where she gets out of the rubble and she just has like the Terminator skeleton? Yeah, that too. It's either that or it's like, okay, well, you know, he's still going to need an assistant. Let me put the pieces back together. Humpty Dumpty style. Uh, uh, Listen, now he's got cloning technology. So there we go. I'm All right, let's saying. just let's just walk all over. <laughs> Has anyone ever? I'm just gonna get off on a tangent here, real quick. Has anyone ever been like, "Hey, we have Metallo and we have Mercy Graves. Why don't we just make them the same character and it'll save us a lot of work?" Mm. I think anyone ever has done that. It's been like, "Why do we have those two? Why don't we just make them one thing?" And you know, because John Corbin's different than yeah so mercy graves who cares about john corbin though just make it mercy graves just make it would make sense to have your assistant with you know kryptonite yeah and he always has kryptonite on him now because mercy graves is always there Mm, good idea come on guys i mean like i guess if you needed to write out corbin like in continuity of dc comics i don't think they have to write him out i think he could still exist as like they always have to. They always have to write. <laughs> disgruntled, a disgruntled <laughs> Superman villain. They always have to write him in. They always have to like force it. Like, how do we get some guy who? He's has just a plot device. He's exactly. always a plot device. Then he says like, oh, okay, how do we write some guy in named John Corbin? It's like, uh, it's well, how about like, you just forget that the John, John Corbin guy even exists? I don't know. Like, Why don't you what, just take yeah. the metallo thing and put it in the other android? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for it, but well, it just I mean, seems like such an easy fix. John Corbin came first, though. Yeah, see, and then you got that, but and that's probably why he's, he's using just Superman fodder. <laughs> it's just like, what kind of what character can we have Superman fight and beat up that they have a, a history with? If uh, if DC ever starts putting out issues where Mercy Graves is now just has the Metallo in her, like it's Mercy middle name Metallo Graves, 
no one's gonna bet and either be like yeah that makes sense write it write a letter man yeah I'll, i will I'll, jeff johns Attention, hear me jeff out man johns. he'll read it <laughs> he knows we'll you call her Mertaloy. Mm, <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> we're, are we just, we're trying to make we're trying to make puns on nicknames for yeah. it. It's like there's nothing there. Metallo <laughs> Graves. Metallo Graves. Mercy Metallo. See, that's a good one. Mercy Metallo. She'll dig you like a shallow that. grave. Okay, he doesn't like it. <laughs> Anyways, um, so um, so we, we're, we're walking yeah. up and we get she, we get a nice shot of of a of a pretty sweet lab coat. That and Lex he's got has. a cool paisley shirt too. Is it paisley? I couldn't really I tell know. the. It's got but, a pattern. So on it. the color is what stood out to me. Um, obviously, well, it's just the reference, real quick, to the music is the the plucking strings. Mm-hmm. Further mm-hmm. furthers that whole uh, puppet master theme that Sam actually brought up. So this fed in with that other theme, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And and as and, he's um, like guiding them. Lex is guiding them to him like they're his puppets. Like, mm-hmm. so, of course, to point that out because the music changed here, and it also has that puppet master sound. Of course, the T-shirt is black and orange, a common color scheme throughout all of LexCorp and in his newer symbol. So, like I said, going back to you know picking out outfits for the characters and whatnot. Obviously, there was a lot of thought put into it, but this one is it's eccentric. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's modern, especially with this see-through lab coat that he has, like a rain jacket kind of, kind of, uh, uh, American psycho style going on. And, uh, but the color tone was the biggest thing that I had to draw from it. Um, uh, it, again, it's just the black and orange, which is the main color scheme for Lex like Corp. X designs that are on the pattern. Are they, they look like little, like, they look like little footballs. If you go to like. (laughs) The tenth second, you'll get a good shot of his collar, and they have a bit of an X. No, they kind of blotches. I'm it's really like sure. a, it's like either a football or like, like a Saturn. Thought like they were Saturn leaves. with a ring, like brown leaves. leaves? They could oh, be leaves. There were brown leaves in the first minute of this movie. Yeah, there could be leaves. Um, you know, so he he gets General Zod's body. Now we see. Uh, we're reintroduced to Michael Shannon's General Zod, which I think is just a prop, right? They just use this right. likeness. He's never in the film, right? right. He's credited. Yeah, a, He's credited, but, but it's just, is it just a prop that has his likeness? Yeah, they made one for the movie. It, it, is that really how his feet Wait, look? hang on, hang Hold on. on, hang no, on. I, have you seen this alien's feet? Yeah, the feet look... Alien as all Yeah, the feet look really weird. Um, I don't know if that's really what Michael Shannon's feet look like. No, I think he's credited from the scene of him in the scout ship at the end. Because I feel like I remember reading or seeing an interview of some sorts where he was actually in the water. No, he was was in the first scene of the movie. (laughs) He was in the Black Zero He was fighting Superman. (laughs) Yeah, but that was all CGI. (laughs) And this is just a a, a, <laughs> a, a, uh, a dummy. But he actually—he see, see, may have been CGI, but he still had to, you know, actually go through the motions. He actually—I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, like, no, he, he yes and the, no. He wore the suit. He, you know, and he fought Superman and with a green screen, and that's what he's credited for. But this is definitely not him. This that I saw scenes where they they had created a a body like a, a dummy. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty sure this is it. Like Do they make more than one, or is it just this 
just this one. Oh. And they were like, well, why would they need more than one? I don't know. I don't know. You always need one for close-up shots. And yeah, you need, need one, one for faraway far shots. That's what I'm saying. Is it the same dummy? Is So in the water, in the scout ship, later on in the movie, is that's that gotta be the actual, same one. Is it the dummy or is that Michael Shannon? Oh, no, that's definitely the dummy. You so you're, t- you're telling me that Michael Shannon is only credited and only shot scenes that were going to be covered over in CGI later on in the film well, for this movie? Well, no, no. there was the same movie. scenes from the first movie. Right, so why was Michael Shannon credited for those scenes? Because you, you have to credit if you're going to use Listen, his if likeness. Listen, if you, take, if, you take, if you make a sequel to any movie and you use scenes from the first movie, you still have to credit that actor for being in those scenes. I get that, but he wasn't at all on set for Dawn of no. Justice. I no. feel like I remember reading something about no, him. No, he wasn't. Nope. Are you nope. sure? No, Absolutely. but you do. I think you still have to give credit for that dummy. In fact, he was like very resentful. You have to give credit he for the like, likeness. He was like, oh, yeah. that movie sucked. I fell asleep. <laughs> all right, whatever. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like Michael Shannon. Uh, yeah, but you know. So. Moving on, we see Lex up to something with General Zod's body, and he's got the kryptonite shard attached to like a scalpel device, mm-hmm. and he's uh, carving the fingerprint. Yes. Yeah, which immediately when I saw in theater, I was like, "All right, he's getting his fingerprint, so he has access to something." Yeah. Um, well, and obviously he has already been on the scout ship, so he knows. That he needs fingerprints. Yeah. So that's why exactly. he's he's cutting them now. Yeah, he probably went straight up to that computer and was like, you know, how do I get access to this? And saw the thing. Why not just cut off his hand? Is that uh, why he's probably, you probably need, walking around with a hand? Yeah. <laughs> and it you would can, also um, ruin the, the specimen, the body. Yeah. You, know, you cut yeah. it off. And... You probably need it to, like the hand needs to be alive like if you put a dead hand on this thing it wouldn't work but if you put fingerprints on your hand which is alive and then use it then it's like oh this person is actually alive and i think that's does that makes sense going a little a little too far because then if it was <laughs> that it was if it was that advanced then why couldn't it tell that it wasn't yeah why couldn't it tell it was fake right they could see, i don't or, could probably or, see what or it's it's the whole predator thing, which is you know cover cover up in mud, and they, you're not on a heat signature. They got predator. Yeah, so I was looking for a heat signature. I don't know. Anyways, he has his fingerprint. He carves it off. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. I see it. <laughs> it's foreshadowing. Write it down. We'll come back to it. I mean, look. Um, ultimately, sneaking in with some fingerprints is going to be easier than with a hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, let's see. Back at Lex, Lex Corp, uh, Luther unwraps a red Jolly Rancher, which for those not in the U.S., it's a candy. Um, is Jolly Rancher only sold in the U.S.? Well, I don't want to say Jolly Rancher, and people are like, "What is that?" So it's you know a candy. what's weird though. Like every time I see this, it, to me, it looks like a gummy bear. <laughs> uh, the actual candy itself, it yeah, it does. Because it's not yeah. like it's not like even it's like bumpy. So it oh, like- Jolly Ranchers are never they they look all kinds of misshaped, and I don't know what it is. I think it's because as they get transferred to stores, they like melt mm. in the hot ass truck, 
and then they get in this you know they're in, now they're in ac so then they reshape again you think they're ever perfect shape like right out of the factory it's like boom right up straight up cylinder well i haven't had one in years oh. and when i used yeah. to eat them they were pretty you know like rectangular oh, they're they're just glass oh yeah jolly ranchers at a certain point yo say goodbye to, to your tongue like yeah. your tongue is getting <laughs> carved sliced up like yeah. sliced up like this kryptonite shard that's the jolly rancher and yeah. general zod's hand is your tongue that's exactly what happens it's yeah. a nightmare there you go um so yeah lex unwraps this red jolly rancher mm-hmm. um holds it up to senator barrow's mouth <laughs> and in a weird way kind of expects him to eat it just forces it in yeah so i wrote down that lex luther is literally the hand that feeds senator barrow mm-hmm. and um, he has barrows eating out of his hand like uh you know eating out of the palm of his hand but it's not literally his palm it's yep. yeah and, and he just uh, takes it yeah but barrow's lips it. are like quivering with anger as he like takes it and he's like what l- l- lack of lips Sorry. Well, What's the actor's name? <laughs> <laughs> but like oh, he knows man. he can't say no, so he just, you know, he just eats it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, and like that's so. Uh, that's just super. Like, and you think that gives you power? Like, yeah. That's like that kind of mindset. <laughs> that's exactly like, what that is. Uh, uh, what is the line that Lex Luthor says? It's cherry. It's cherry. It's cherry. <laughs> Which means uh, it's slang. It's nobody refuses cherry. <laughs> no well it's that it's also it's the flavor of the candy but yeah. also when you say something is cherry like, you're telling perfect. someone to chill and to just go with it that's what we talked about before yeah well okay. also also isn't it like when you say something's cherry it's like perfect it's like oh that's it's cherry like, it's all good yeah it's, it's all good. good it's all right. everything's all rounded out right so yeah a little double double word play there which he's very much does throughout this movie, which in our podcast we discussed how uh, the reference to Lolita. Oh yeah, and, I, yeah, man, that was one thing that I wanted to talk about. We'll get there. I'll get there. We'll at get least. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I love that. Um, and so that's the end of the Lex Luthor bits for this week. Um, we're going to cut over to someone to frying eggs. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> the most perfect eggs you'll ever see you know, in your life. You know, really fake eggs, and I have cooked eggs to look like that. Never. I don't know. I thought Good they, for you. They look the most fake I've ever seen eggs look. But, like, do you expect Superman to, like, yeah, make anything well, less think, than perfect sunny-side-up eggs? Come on. No, eggs. The most American thing. It's not just how they look, <laughs> but how they behave. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, like they're just <laughs> like they're not so moving. They're so yeah. stiff. Like he picks it up with the spatula and it's like does it doesn't it's like so stiff, it doesn't move. So it looks it's like just, it's plastic. It's the perfect egg, man. I think Look at that. Oh, I saw the yolk move a little bit. <laughs> I think he's he he was probably I wonder if he was probably like, yo, I can crack. I can make a pretty damn good egg. And they're like, Yeah, all right, just make breakfast, man. British people don't there. know how to make good breakfast. Is that a stereotype? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> have you ever fried eggs with no shirt on? It's yeah, a nightmare. Yeah, Don't absolutely. ever do that to yourself. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah, Only Superman, Superman can do that. So. Exactly, exactly. You remember when the fire wasn't even burning that chest hair? you think hair? he's even using the burner, or is he just heating it up with his vision? <laughs> oh, in fact, snap. In fact, that is the most fake-sounding sizzling. 
It could. Be. What if he's like, "Yo, Lois, I'm gonna save you on your gas bill. I'm just gonna heat this pan up with my eyes." Maybe that's why a- the eggs look fake because they weren't heated with fire. Yeah, they're heated, and they'll probably give you cancer. In fact, like, maybe he uses heat vision on the eggs themselves. Yeah, and then that's, and that's why, why they look. That that's up. why they're so perfect. That's why they're so good. <laughs> Would you eat an egg that Superman fried with his heat vision? Uh, Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Because that that would mean that Superman exists. It's very true, yeah. And then you could say that Superman cooked you breakfast. My breakfast was Superman. That's the new Lois Lane Pulitzer Prize winning title. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Damn. Uh, But holy cow. Get it? I said it finally. Oh, you yeah. did. All right. Look at that bod. Yeah. The Superman is <laughs> something else. Um, There's comparisons of Hugh Jackman when he was first Wolverine to like what he was like, you know, in the later Wolverine and I stuff like Logan, that. Logan, so. Well, Logan's different because he's older. But like, it's like Hugh Jackman from like X-Men versus what he looked like in, oh, I don't know, uh, like Wolverine. Apocalypse where he's like in the... In the beginning. Yeah, Project yeah, X like or the, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like you, I'm, we could probably find one of of Henry in Man of Steel versus this one because I remember a big significant change in this man's body uh, from Man of Steel into this one. Like he's he went into the mindset of a gym. Like all right, I need to be an action figure. Like it's almost like too comically bulky, but it works so well. It's like, what do you expect? I mean, it's Superman. I'm sorry, I'm gawking over this guy's muscles. <laughs> Look at that back. I know, right? It's all about the frame. Yeah. Do a lot of pull-ups. You'll get there. Yeah. A lot of rows. Um, and the lemonade and the jar. Yeah. Okay. We talked about this so many times. We're seeing it the other side of Lois's apartment now, and there's no way a reporter can afford this apartment. Not even two reporters can afford mm, this apartment. In Metropolis. Look at that. That's bigger than a house. And <laughs> in New York, that room that he's standing in, that's the size of an apartment. Like yeah, where are the bedrooms? The door should too. be right there, and it's like that's it. That's all you get. That's yeah. all the space that you're getting. That's way too expensive. And they got like, they got lemon water on deck. She's got like three bookcases. Well, if you remember on the mailbox, it just said Lois Lane. It didn't say Lois and Clark. Yeah, because they so. can't be living together. I mean, I'm well, sure. He, I'm sure he's like the living boyfriend. Though. Yeah, living boyfriend. Wait, what does her father working for the military have to do? Like, does that give her money? Maybe does her father still pay maybe. her bills? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Lucky girl. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, let's see. Well, then What's again, the, we, did don't, you, we don't know if that's the case in, in this universe. So. We don't. Well, did you don't find anything... Did you find anything about that poster that's in the kitchen? Yeah, you guys want to know about this poster yeah. that's behind him? Oh, you yeah, found I some? Because I was looking and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, okay. I know There's this poster. is a watch, but... Yeah, so it's a Fred, um, Frederic is a French female name. It means peaceful ruler. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. And this poster was created in 1937, which is also when DC Comics published their first issue. Of Action cool. Comics? No, Detective no, of Comics. Detective Comics, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, so you can look up, if you type in Frederic poster, it pops up on Google. Is it? It's like twelve hundred dollars. The poster itself. Yeah. Okay. That poster exactly. <laughs> is oh, yeah. what is Lois that poster? Could definitely of? That. <laughs> what yeah. is that poster of? 
It's uh, Frederick. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, some sort of dancer. Arms um, crossed, legs crossed. Yeah, and two spotlights. Can... Frederic um, features a dancer slash performer, is presented on stage in tights, twisted up, bathed in olive green spotlights. This 1937 poster is linen backed, measures 38, yeah, a bunch of. Okay. It's in very good condition, 1200. Okay. <laughs> so it's a vintage French poster. I'm going to go on a limb here. Is there any... Now, see, this is probably something that someone will probably have to shout out in the Listener Society. Is there any comic book cover that mimics that? Seems like it wasn't you do the like only a reason. bombshell Zatanna thing. Or even one about Lois Lane. Oh, yeah, you could do that, too. You know, it's in Lois Lane's apartment. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, what is it? They also... The video of... Uh, so, like, what is a? It's a French female name. It means peaceful ruler. And then something in me was trying to connect it to Wonder Woman who's spotted in Paris, France, in that video that Lex Luthor has. So oh, I like, yeah. I don't know. There's something there. Um, but, yeah, I was wondering about that poster, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought it was neat that that poster is there, that, mean, that name means peaceful ruler, and then you have Superman standing right there. So Yeah, definitely a connection there. Yeah. Good find. Everything mm-hmm. is on purpose. So he's uh, he was cooking eggs. He leaves them. Just to, he learns to leave them to burn. Yeah. To watch this interview. Well, actually, that the fact that he leaves them also sort of put you know um, solidifies. Pushes, put, solidifies. I don't know if it solidifies. <laughs> Enforces. I don't know the notion that maybe he was cooking it with his heat vision. I think they're all. I think solidifies works. It's, it's yeah. It's pretty. Sh- yeah, because there's no it's, flame to worry about. Instead of taking it off the heat, you're taking right. the heat away from the pan. Exactly. Right. He is the heat. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yo, he's frying eggs with his heat vision right there in the kitchen. That's incredible. Maybe it's Nate's just about it. I'm maybe about it. I want natural hotness. That's. <laughs> It's all of it, man. It's everything. It's the, he probably fresh <laughs> squeezed those lemons this morning in that jar of lemonade. Like he's this is all American right now. Look at him. I see him. They're in the sink. Yeah, he's not I don't done. Know. All American nowadays is potbelly, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> you know, drinking Look, there's beer. His bike. There's his wings. bike. That's the bike he rides to work, like he ah. did in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. He's got Curry. his tools just, right in the kitchen. They should do like a <laughs> uh, a DCEU, like part of their exhibit needs to be like, all right, you guys can now walk through Lois Lane's apartment and like you can look at everything. That's what I want to do. I don't care about Batman's suit. Let me see the inside of her apartment. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know how, first of all, how he mounted, well, I guess he's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> He, yeah, but, that's it. But not only, <laughs> Shut down all the questions. But not only does he mount the uh, TV, uh, you know, stand or mount like TV holder on a brick wall, but he's covering the tools on his on the wall. Why would they put a TV there? I don't know. But I mean, maybe Tapcons. Tapcons can go into concrete and brick, but no. But you see how. The the TV's actually over the Oh yeah. The tools. So it's like bad placement for a TV. 
kind of it seems it reminds me of like especially like in like the early 2000s a lot of like that whole family style breakfast nook had a tiny tv on the corner that you would watch the news in the morning it seems like it's kind of like that reminiscent of that you know what i'm talking about yeah i just don't know anyone who actually hangs up tools (laughs) (laughs) organized people maybe i don't know just put it in a box and put it away (laughs) Uh, Like who's using tools Lil Saint's not gonna use tools She used it Mm. to get the bullet out of the journal Well the wrench is used to fix his bike She used like Like long tweezers Whatever those are called in the medical Field Pincers? Sure Pliers? No she used like the, 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 the long tweezers They're called something Needle nose tweezers No and it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Forceps? <laughs> anyway. Forceps? You know, forceps. Force. No, that's what that's what you they close forceps close. Those are like the like reverse scissors. Like you close it to clamp things. No, you close I, it to clamp things. Or no, forceps are long. There are there's apparently something called thumb forceps that look like tweezers. If you know the answer to this question, find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. <laughs> Shameless plugs. And uh, let us know what you think about all forceps. Right. Oh, what the? How to tone her again? Oh, Lois Lane is going to kill me. Hey, does anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges? Of course. Everyone knows we keep the toner cartridges in the supply closet. The only problem is, we're completely out. I just checked. Completely out? But I gotta get these articles printed and on Perry's desk by Monday, the latest. Well, you could go to amazon.toolmedia.com and buy the toner from there. They definitely get here before Monday. Amazo who? Amazon.toolmedia.com. You can find almost anything on there and it'll get here faster than a speeding bullet. And a fraction of what you pay for goes to helping out some podcast called DC Cinematic Minute. Well, that's awesome. I'm all about helping others, as you know. (laughs) All right, so Amazon.2OldMedia.com. Well, I better get to it before Superman stirs up another headline. Um, So what catches his attention is this interview with Kahina Ziri on the Metropolis News 8. Um, This is the HD channel, Yeah. so keep that in mind. Um, So it's what, 8.1? She is the witness in Superman Investigation. And she says, they say that Superman is a hero. Okay, but who's hero? If Superman were right here right now, what would you want to say to him? That's what the interviewer said. Um, but that's my question to you guys. I, well, and... Uh, do you want to go first? No, I mean, I'm, what would you want to say to him if Superman was here? I'd be like, hey, man, what's up? Like, <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I you would never be that cool with Superman. It's, yeah, exa- exactly. That's something that I can't really fathom. It's like, what what do you say to a being that that you would consider to be Superman? Hold me, hold Take me. me to well, the this moon. is. Well, I just want to say that I think this scene being cut from the theatrical cut of the movie mm-hmm. is is a is a pretty big deal uh, because I think I don't. I actually created a blog post where I analyze. Lex's motivations and plans and I and actually I I cited part of it in one of our podcast episodes where uh, regarding the helipad and it's about 
how throughout this entire movie, Superman is in fact choosing who lives and who dies because whenever while he's saving someone, someone else is dying who he's not saving. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that, and that that plays into Lex's whole commentary about you know tribes and taking sides, but that comes later, and I won't go into that in this episode. But the fact that she specifically says this here in this scene about how do, how does he choose who lives and who dies, I think is an important part of the movie. That by cutting it, you know, you're sort of cutting a big portion of his motivation and a big portion of Lex's argument for not wanting Superman around. You know, although it's it's touched upon in like Jonathan Kent's story about the horses and mm-hmm. and overall his his actions, here it's in black and white. And I think, you know, people missed out on this in the theatrical cut, so it this might have helped them sort of understand uh some of the things going on in the movie I agree you know like I wonder if there's a bigger reason why some of these scenes especially with the Clark Kent stuff were all cut out we, um, yeah we asked this with the um, the Nairobi thing with the yeah. whole incident over so there and saving is it the supposed to, instead of are, saving other people are all these scenes supposed to give you doubt in the character itself of Superman like just as an audience is it supposed to you know are you supposed to actually listen to uh, what Kahina's saying, like, who do, who does he choose to save? Like, is that as an audience member, are you supposed to be like, oh, yeah, that's totally right, which has been right ever since the creation of Superman. It's There's always going to be doubt to the character. There's always going to be a, a flaw to the character. You can't take that away from him. But maybe the studio involvement with the theatrical version in terms of cutting these parts out, is it supposed to, you know, not make you think ill of the character? Does that make sense? I mean, I honestly, I think the cuts that they made, like this one, for example, I think it was more along the lines of, well, we're going to cut this scene to save time, but as a result of cu- cutting this scene, this earlier scene doesn't make as much sense, so we have to cut that out. I think this was one of those scenes where they it made sense for them to cut out because the overall investigation of her and how her story is actually fake. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't news. in the movie anymore, so yeah. <laughs> so it made sense to remove this this news story since you know that hurt. It wasn't going to get fleshed out anymore. Uh, still don't agree about it. I feel like you could have kept this it's, bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and but, not uh, talk about her ever again. Just, yeah, you could have just been like, all right, so it's just a witness, you know. And you no, obviously it could have worked, but I'm pretty sure that that was their their mentality of why I'm they, sure. they yeah. switched it out. Yeah. I think the I'm just trying to put The theatrical version more... really just makes you not like Superman, like in this universe. Like it's you... a, yeah, it's... <laughs> see, like, and that's where I feel like maybe that was, like, not... The intention. Not the intention. The Maybe the intention was supposed to be opposite. I just for know. the record, guys, Sam and I like the theatrical cut more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but... We don't. But, you know, <laughs> so... To let you, you, I mean, it. I feel like it... Stuff like this has to be in there, and they make the movie a lot better. Uh, I don't know. I just you need some pathos with Superman. You need to be able to like. You need to be able to connect with someone that's so perfect, because when you don't, then you don't care about that character. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we can stop. Well, but think about it this way: 
<clears throat> by getting the audience to sort of feel that way about Superman, it's sort of like meta. You know, you're getting Lex Luthor is managing to get even the audience against Superman. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I think that was the goal. Feels, yeah, see, I agree, and I, that's why I don't like the theatrical cuts, because I agree. It's like, you show the theatrical cut, of course no one's going to like him. Yeah. But a lot of the, a lot of the hate, uh, and I, I, I hate saying this, not because I, I don't agree with it, but I hate saying it because people hate me for saying it. I. <laughs> 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 uh, a lot of the hate for for this movie is people not understanding it. Oh yeah, I agree. I think that's the biggest thing. I yeah. think that's actually the whole point of this film is to battle going into things without real knowledge. And yeah. I think that's like one of the biggest takeaways of the film. And that's the part that people fail at is exactly that. It's like you didn't like this movie because you didn't have all the facts. You didn't like take the time to learn everything. But, but that's the uh, that's the irony is that it's because that's what the movie is supposed to be putting out. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy, like, man. It's crazy. The audiences are exemplifying what the 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 public in the movie are feeling. Like they're not getting the whole story. They're misunderstanding yeah. things, so they're hating Superman. Yeah. But it's like, and that's exactly what's going on in the real world with the movie. It's crazy, man. So yeah. I think we're good here. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's let, a good, we'll let no you sit on, sit on that one. Oh, I yeah. wanted to comment the fact that in this news broadcast, the foliage is, yeah. um, you know, obviously the fall, like November-ish. Mm-hmm. So if the movie starts 18 months after the Black Zero event, which you, you guys had said was in December. Mm-hmm. Of 2013. Right? So then that would mean that 18 months later, you'd be in like June. May Juneish, yeah, but was then, that the Nairobi incident in May Juneish? Right, so that's yeah. From that beginning, there's already like four or five months later, five or six months later. So obviously, as you guys had mentioned, this movie takes place over months and possibly even up to a year. Yeah, does that feel Pops right to it. you guys? Is does it does that seem like those events? flow in that timeline like I, that I think so because I mean if you it's you have to think about it hard um you know because everybody wants to just watch a linear movie and like have it in you know like a span of one day or like a yeah like a weekend get it yeah anyway um and keep in mind politics take a long time exactly, exactly. So, and so but, for Lex to get access to the yeah. scout ship that that probably took some time and all the time yeah um I still think that there's a reoccurring theme of the falling tree leaves though as we saw in the beginning of the movie we see it scattered around everywhere and then we do see it at the end during some funerals so i think there's something more to be said about the actual act of leaves falling from a tree so i think it's just a general theme they tried to sprinkle across the movie i'm wondering no, did if, I lose, did I'm wondering, <laughs> no i'm thinking like maybe the trilogy of like man of steel Donna Justice and Justice League. Maybe it's like summer for Man of Steel, mm-hmm. fall for Donna Justice, and then Spring. winter for Justice League. Oh, oh Justice okay. League. Well, see, like <laughs> I don't know. That first trailer started it's with him snow. in the snow. Yeah, I don't know. This could be a little bit more of a winter esque feel. But Justice um, League could be a spring thing. 
I think Justice League could be, or maybe at least till, towards the end, if we get some sort of a of uh, of a of a, of a Happy ri- ending? rising character, <clears throat> something that happens on Easter. Um, mm. But you know, yeah. yeah. So I think that the uh, but the the line in the beginning of this movie uh, from Bruce Wayne, you know, and what falls has fallen, is I think supposed to be in direct correlation to the leaves that are falling off the trees in the in the autumn but then superman's fall from glory as well throughout this whole thing and as well as batman's yeah so i think i don't know i think the the falling term is a yeah is a like, reoccurring theme for this movie like when he threw superman down that yeah stair or building mm-hmm We'll get well, there's there. There's a lot of falls. I mean, there's a lot of falls. Doomsday's like. fall. Yeah, gravity yeah. exists. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Lois Lane falls. Fall of, fall of you know, fall Dayton. of justice. Yeah, we're it's all there. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, alrighty. Uh, yeah, we'll go ahead it? and wrap up for today. You can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. Uh, Two Old Media has all our other shows. You can twooldmedia.com. Uh, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. You can go on that Facebook group and you can join us, uh, our guests, and our listeners, and we'll all talk about uh, the minutes at hand or some of the Man of Steel minutes that we talked about a long time ago, um, or maybe the films coming up that you want to talk about. You can join us there, and we'll catch you guys tomorrow uh, for another episode of DC Cinematic Minute.